You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WHOA GNB Podcast, the coronavirus sessions, where our temporary mission is to save as many businesses and jobs as possible by sharing how your fellow business owners and professionals are navigating the impact of COVID-19. However, Today, we're changing it up a little bit because we have a couple of really brilliant college students on the show, and I'm really excited to introduce them. But before I do, I will introduce my co-host, Michael Dees. What is up, man? Not a whole lot. I'm excited to change it up a little bit, get, get a little bit of input from uh, a group that we haven't really heard from during this whole thing. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for their perspective as well. But before we get into it, let's thank some sponsors, Yeah. So our first yeah, let's do that. sponsor of today's episode is Collier's International Gainesville. Uh, if your business has ever bought land, sold property, or negotiated a lease, you know why it's important to have someone in your corner and who knows the market and delivers results. That's why you see so many Collier's International Gainesville signs around town. Collier's Gainesville has the most experienced commercial real estate team in the market, along with access to a global network of industry experts. Trust me. With one call, you'll know why so many businesses trust them. Learn more at colliers.com slash Gainesville. Dan Drodos is a personal friend of mine, uh, and I, his team is just excellent. I just love the things that they do for this community. They're highly invested in the community, and I appreciate their sponsorship and support of us, absolutely. So thank you guys so much uh, for, for your sponsorship. Mike, you want to Sorry, to be fair, everybody is a personal friend of yours. <laughs> I mean, I love yeah. everybody in this community, man. I mean, <laughs> well, and uh, I know. Guys, when like I mean, from a sponsorship standpoint, you know, like your friends support your your show and what you're doing. You know, that's right. So, that's great. I know Brian Aurelio is also a friend of yours. Brian Aurelio and the team at Burker Pest Control, who's also a sponsor of today's episode. Uh, so I want to remind you. There are two types of homes in Florida, those with termites and those that will get termites. <laughs> Burger Pest Control has been controlling and preventing termites in the Gainesville and surrounding areas for years. Uh, as we said, Brian is a close personal friend of Collins. He and his team help us out at New Scooters. I know they help at Collins House. We had him on the podcast. He's a great dude. Um, let them take care of your home and business. They'll, they'll hook you up. They'll make sure that all those little critters are uh, you know, a thing of the past, right? So give them a call at 352 352- three seven eight two four three three or find them online at brookerpestcontrol.com tell them that we sent you tell them that you heard about them on the woji and d podcast as well as Collier's international so they can continue to sponsor us forever forever <laughs> don't ever leave us so no mm-hmm. man we're super grateful for all of the sponsors that we get and uh yeah i'm excited to get in today's show so you guys ready to rock and roll let's do this let's- Let's go. We are ready. Today on the show, you guys, we have Sarah Lentz and Kendall Price, students at the University of Florida. Welcome to our show. How are you? Thank you. We're really excited to be here. Good. Okay, cool. Why don't each of you like give us the 30, 30 seconds of, you know, maybe like what you're majoring in um, and we'll just go from there. Little, 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 little intro. Yeah, so my name is Sarah Lentz. Um, I was born and raised here in Gainesville. I am a freshman at the University of Florida studying business marketing. Um, I dual enrolled full-time at Santa Fe College, and I 
I, I love it. Um, I love UF and everything that it involves. Cool. Um, my name is Kendall Price. I am finishing my sophomore year of industrial engineering, and I'm also from Gainesville. I mean, other than that, that's pretty much it, but there's not a lot going on right now. Going <laughs> on. Well, we got some we got some ACRs in the house, y'all. Oops, sorry. Kendall and I have known each other since we were like eleven. Yeah, we played volleyball together. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we yeah. grew up in Gainesville together, so it's really cool. So did you always know you wanted to go to UF or were you thinking about other places? Uh, I wanted to go to Vandy, but it's expensive and far away, so yeah, it is. And then I knew that I um, was fortunate enough to have my Bright Future scholarship, so it was, my options were here at FSU. And well, you I was right there. Yeah, UF is yeah. right here. And then, um, like being born and raised in Gainesville, like I just being a Gators in my blood, like I couldn't leave Gainesville and become a null. That just wasn't in me. And I mean, it's top seven in the nation, so it's yeah, crazy it to pass up. That's right. So why don't you tell us, you know, what, we're, we're recording in May now. I mean, all this stuff with this coronavirus really started hitting our community, you know, in March. I mean, I would say really started hitting mid-March. I, I became really on top of things like a week before that and was like, all right, this is going to become a problem. Um, but I mean, how, I mean, when the University of Florida and, you know, local schools started saying, hey, we're going to like put classes online for two weeks uh you know what was going through your mind at that time you take it um um I can't speak for business but for engineering especially a lot of these classes can't be taught online so it's been pretty tough um for example like coding is pretty hard online because you can't have instruction and also do the coding at the same time so I mean it's been kind of a a pretty tough transition for that. Um, yeah, I would definitely say it's like a tough transition, but college is only four years of our life, and it's a real bummer yeah. that some of it has been taken away from us, and not being able to like enjoy the college experience by going to different sporting events, going to different things across campus. Um, it's been tough, but we've definitely tried to make the most of it and done our best to adjust, but it's definitely not anything I ever expected and pretty much all our free time is going to this so. so we're making the most of it yeah did you guys think that classes would just start back in two weeks or were you just kind of like oh there's no way that this is gonna we're gonna be back in class in two weeks I said there was no way there was no way but there was like hope you know what I mean so like I wanted to go back but in my heart I knew that there was no way that we were gonna be able to go back Okay, and as that got extended through the end of the semester, um, and now through summer sessions at minimum, right? Like, what? How has that impacted you guys? Are you guys like, you like, just is it kind of just go with the flow now, or is it like, man, this is this sucks? Oh, yeah. Well, I do have an internship. Well, I had an internship. So I guess like around December, I had landed an internship in Jacksonville. Um, and I was going to work for Cisco Foods there in Jacksonville. And then right when this was all hitting, you know, classes were going online. And then I found out that my internship had been postponed to a further date. 
Um, this is really like disappointing because as a freshman, it's really hard to get a big internship like that. So I was really proud of like the hard work that I put in um, for it to just be like taken away by a situation that I can't control. Um, so I made the most of it. I talked with the business career coaches at Heavener um, and I landed an internship that was fully online. So this is still a different like weird transition that I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, because I saw the opportunity to do an internship, but it is online. Um, so with everything that's going on, it's just, it's definitely weird having to like make these adjustments and not being able to do things in person like a normal internship would be, but still getting the experience, I think is the biggest thing, um, trying to make the most of it. Yeah. Is that, uh, that, is that the internship with the selling factory? That the one that's it online. is, yeah. I'm doing the one with the Selling Factory Academy, yeah. So, so have you already, on, you've already started it? I start on Monday. You start on Monday? I do, yeah. So I you're really in, you're in for an awesome experience because Brad Gamble and, you know, the entire team, um, Ian and Aaron over there, I mean, like, they're, they're awesome. And they're, they're huge supporters of, of us as well. So we actually have yeah. people to learn from. Yeah, yeah, you're in, you're in for a treat for sure. So it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really I'm, comforting for yeah, sure. It's, it, it's cool, and like everybody who watches this podcast knows those guys over there. <laughs> so they're 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 pillars in our community for sure. So that's that's really really cool. Um, well, awesome. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about the, uh, you know, like really? I was on I was on LinkedIn. I'm doing my normal scrolling. I'm a big social media guy. I'm in there like scrolling, looking at stuff, and then I see I see this article. Uh, from the Co College of Business, Warrington College of Business, right? That's that's sharing this uh, amazing thing that you guys have been doing, which is like been making making masks and stuff. And I don't even know all the details. That's why I was like, let me let me get them on the show and like let's talk about. It. I want to hear what hear what they've been doing. So why don't you share, uh, you know, share what has happened and and why you were even featured in that article? Let me start with my sewing, and then you can. Or do you tell you how it started? Yeah. So I originally like started sewing. You do that. Yeah. And then, so I originally started sewing in second grade. I went to a Montessori school here in Gainesville um, and I learned how to sew. And that is really where I like found who I was, what I love to do. And in second grade, I started my own blanket making project. So I would make cut and tie blankets. I would gather friends like Kendall from my volleyball team. Um, and we would make simple cut and tie blankets to donate to the homeless. And so sewing just kind of stuck with me throughout my life. As you know, time went on, I had less and less actual free time to be able to do it. Um, so when Corona happened, you know, I'll let Kendall share the rest of the story. <laughs> so, um, my mom actually is an orthoptist and she works at Family Focus, which is like eye doctors. They specialize, they have like seven or something doctors, but they specialize in all different types of muscle disorders and like cataracts and lens problems. Um, so they couldn't get the N95 masks for any cheaper than $8 a mask. And you can't really use those multiple times anyways, or more than like three times. So we started making them and we started with six and that took us all day. And I mean, <laughs> 11 a.m. to like 11 p.m. Like we were struggling. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> and like they weren't the cutest, you know, they were pretty ugly. But we gave them to my mom and then she's like, I want more. So then six masks has turned into now we've made 742. 
um, but we have 801 total <laughs> orders. So, so I don't even think there's been a day. We started on April 2nd. Yeah. yeah, like I took a day off for like a couple of exams and then Sarah took a day off for an exam and then we just like, we've been making them nonstop. Nonstop something. I don't think there's been a day since we started that we haven't made at least 10 masks. Yeah, I mean, yesterday alone, we made something like 35, 40 maybe. And we started- oh, so How long does it take to make one mask now? You're doing uh, two a day. I mean, how many hours are you guys spending doing it? So in the beginning, I, um, we only had one machine. So I had my like personal sewing machine and it, pro it took me like at least 20 minutes to make one mask, right? Mm. So then about halfway through our project, I went back to the lady at the Montessori school who taught me how to sew. Um, and she was helping me like with supplies because I was running out of stuff. Um, and she teaches a sewing class still at the Montessori school. So she kindly donated another machine for us to use. So probably about two weeks ago, Kendall and I taught Kendall how to sew. So we have two machines going at one time and I say we can probably crank out like 15 to 20 an hour now, so it's definitely a lot faster, yeah. but it's taken us 700 masks to get that system down, let me yeah. be honest. Our system's pretty pretty flawless now, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's evolved. You've innovated over the time, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how hard did you roll your eyes the first time? You, you got done with those six, and it took you 12 hours, and then mom says, I need more, where you're just like, oh, my God, it's the last thing I want to do. I mean, I think that Sarah may have wanted to murder me, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> well, I didn't expect it at all. Like, I thought, you know, oh, six masks, totally fine. One day yeah. we're done. Then I posted it on Facebook. Just, you know, why not, right? And I, it blew up. Like, I have, I got like, I don't even know, 150 mask orders in 12 hours. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Kendall, I, uh, I need some help. <laughs> About like... I, when did they announce they were doing the order um, that everyone needs to wear their mask? I think it'd be, was that a week ago? Maybe the beginning of this week. Yeah. Here we so, go. Monday, yeah. Sarah's like, we're really slowing down with these orders, man. And then that went out, and <sighs> we have so many more now. Yeah. So is this is this something that you guys are like making some profit on or is it more I mean I know you're doing it for the good, you know, of the workers and the people who have have had trouble getting masks, but I mean, are you at least covering a little bit of your time making a little bit of money or Yeah, so we um in the beginning Kendall was it one of your teachers from Buholtz? Yeah, so one of my teachers posted about how like the Alachua County Foundation or the, um needed money for homeless students for the food. Um, so I was like, hey, all the donations that we get, we should just donate like a dollar for every mask that we make. So we've done that so far. And how much have we donated? Yeah, so we've donated, well, we've made 742 masks. So this morning I put in our, our third donation. So we've donated 742 total dollars to the Education Foundation of Alachua County. Um, and like Kendall said, that goes to the emergency food and food basket to help feed um, homeless students here in Gainesville that are in the public school system. This is really important to us, I feel, because we were born and raised in this county and know how much, you know, kids can go to school and you don't even realize that they're yeah. suffering at the home life. So this was just a chance for us to not necessarily, we're definitely not making a profit from it, no. um, but give back to the community that raised us. And any, we donate $1 per mask we make 
and then any additional donations goes towards materials, postage, because we've shipped to 14 states in the United States, um, and it's just, it's been a blessing. Yeah. So how... how a lot of people have donated. Go ahead, what was that? <laughs> what was that? A lot of people have, the UAA have donated a bunch of shirts that we cut into straps for masks, that's so cool. that's been super oh, wow. helpful. Yeah. That's neat. So are you feeling like custom custom orders or like people asking for like, you know, oh, I want like a this college fabric or anything like that? Yeah, so that our biggest one has been um, Gator fabric. I mean, we are in Gainesville, but I would say like, here's like a little example of one we have. Because They're not coming after you for licensing fees, are they? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Hopefully they'll be a little lenient during this time. Jeez. Right. But yeah, so we, our biggest one is Gator Fabric. And I mean, the Joann's from here, the Lake City to Ocala, they are out yeah. everywhere. It is so hard to come by. Sure. So I've ordered from Amazon, eBay, and I just, I give the person a forewarning, like the fabric is coming. As soon as it gets here, we'll have it out to you. But it's just the shipping is off. Everything is just a little bit slowed down. So Darn most of the people. <laughs> <laughs> Supply and demand, baby. I'm sorry. Those masks are now $55. <laughs> yeah. But we've made, I think, we've made some FSU ones, JAGS ones. Yeah. Um, UCF. UCF. It's um, painful to make those, isn't it? Isn't it like, doesn't it like hurt your feelings to, to make those? Say again? I said it is, it's painful to have to make those oh, yes. masks, right? Yeah. It hurts to have to put it through the machine. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, this is awesome. Well, that's, that's so cool. I mean, I uh, I would encourage you guys. I mean, this is coming. This is come from from the guy who wants you to have a vacation at the end of this. Um, you know, maybe make make a little bit of money so you guys can go to like a nice hotel resort for a weekend after this thing is all done and things are back to normal. I, I hope you can take a little bit of it. At this point, we've done so much. It just, it's nicer, it feels nicer to do something for the community mm -hmm. and, like, feel like we're doing our part as the younger generation to help a lot of the older generation of Gainesville. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't really care, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I agree. Don't, <laughs> yeah. And we, we both also work at Gainesville Health and Fitness. Um, okay. And Joe has been very, very generous, and we're still actually, like, being fortunate enough to be paid while we're closed. So we're still both receiving a paycheck while being closed. And so that, you know, has been a little cushion and it feels good for us because, you know, he's playing, paying his part into the community as we're still able to give back to our community as well. Yeah. That's awesome. And Joe is a, a pillar in this community. And uh, I mean, we've even mentioned him on the show. I'm trying to gonna get, let me see if we can get him on the show. Um, Cause I would love to hear, hear some of the stuff that they've been going through. I know it's been kind of a trying time for them, especially with the doors being closed over there. Um, so hopefully things can kind of get back to normal soon. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, let, let's kind of dive back into school a little bit. Um, do you, have you heard any rumors? Do you think school's going to start in the fall? Um, you know, what's, what are your suspicions there? I mean, are you, everybody going to go back to class and everybody's going to be wearing a mask? Are we going to, are we going to fill up that football stadium and all be wearing masks? Mike, um, if football season starts, Mike, are you going to the games wearing a mask? I mean, I'm not missing the game. So yeah. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> going full bodysuit if they make me. <laughs> <laughs> you would. I know you would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did send out an email, I think either a week ago or two weeks ago, that they're pushing back the start of fall till August 31st rather than like August 14th. And they're trying to um, monitor it's kind of complicated. So they, they like monitor who you hang out with and like their temperatures. And so like, if you somehow show symptoms, then they like tell all the people in your circle that you are showing symptoms and that they need to get rechecked. Hmm. And like their plan is to check everyone. That's what I've heard. Every student coming back to the campus. So, which honestly, if they check everyone and they have to do their little test mm -hmm. all the way back, I'll do it if that, you know, allows us to go back on campus because yeah. I I love it. I, I just don't know how they're going to get that many tests, but. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're kind of rooting for school to start, I, I, you know, in the fall as well. I mean, obviously, uh, our business audience, everybody who's listening, you know, our community, every, I mean, everybody knows the, the impact that would have on our community if school did mm -hmm. not start back. Um, it'd be pretty significant. So I know that they're doing everything they can to to make sure that one, everybody's safe, but two, like school actually starts in the fall. So hopefully we can hopefully we can make that happen. In the meantime, this has been really really cool. It's exciting to see uh, what you guys have done and how you've helped. You know, during this crisis, I'm super proud of both of you guys. I'm super excited that you're starting an internship at at the Selling Factory because uh, I know that that's going to be an incredible experience for you as well. Um, but for people, so, I mean, people can place orders still, where can, where can they do, where can they yeah, do this? Absolutely. Okay. Where, if I, if people wanted to order a mask, uh, how could they do so? Yeah. Definitely. I have, um, it posted, I'll give you my, I can say my handles for my Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, that is definitely the best way to reach out to me. So on Facebook, it's Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-J, Lentz, L-E-N-T-Z. For LinkedIn, it's Sarah-Lentz, L-E-N-T-Z, and then Twitter, it's Sarah-Lentz, and then the number nine. So messaging me on any three of those platforms is the best way to place an order, and we'll be in touch from there. Well, we have lots cut, so we're ready to, we're ready to go. Yeah, what's the backlog like? How long do I have to wait? Probably, I mean... Depends what fabric you want. It definitely depends on what fabric you want. <laughs> you the gator fabric because that comes at a premium now i'm just saying you know woji and be a podcast yeah we make one like this yeah. i mean <laughs> we can try i mean send us a shirt and we'll, we'll, we'll make, make it work yeah <laughs> i like it that like, should be your slogan send us a shirt and we'll make it work <laughs> oh that's the other thing um bandanas i know a lot of people have been like wearing bandanas as masks they're actually really easy for us to make masks out yeah. of. So if you like want to make your donation at, in a bandana or something like that, and we can turn around into a mask for you, that's super easy. We love to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mike, final thoughts? Yeah, man. I mean, I definitely appreciate the work that you guys are doing because I know a lot of people were really searching uh, – all over the place to find anything that would keep them protected. I know early on, I mean, we've had a hard time uh, keeping our employees like from an essential business standpoint protected. So, so kudos to you guys for, for finding that and, and using your skills to be able to give back to the community. 
Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we, we we love it. We have a fun time. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> And uh, I got one more question for you guys because one of the this is more of like a general podcast question because one of our big missions, one of our big missions for this podcast is to really keep a lot of our top seven talent. You guys, we want to keep more students in Gainesville upon graduation. Um, now it might be a little bit different for you guys because this is kind of home since you were since you mm -hmm. lived here a long time. Um, but what do you think we need to do as a business community to really retain a lot of that top seven talent? Um, that's a hard question. That's why I ask it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Any any thoughts? Um, I definitely think Gainesville is like a place for like a lot of startups. Yeah. So a lot of people that maybe like want to start their own business or something like that, like Gainesville is a great place for that. Um, but I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think, you know, I'm super curious. You're about to start an internship. You know, when I even talk, heard you talk about your internship, you had one lined up in Jacksonville, right? Yes. Okay, and then that didn't work out. And then, like, you're starting at the selling factory. I'm like, I don't know anything about your Jacksonville internship, but I know the experience that you're going to get at the selling factory and, and how valuable that's going to be for the rest of your mm -hmm. life. Like, I just know that because I know what they do. Um, you know, and so I, I always feel like there's this like natural pull to like get out, get out of Gainesville and when, when a lot of people don't realize that, Hey, like you can intern, you can intern locally. You can, you can get a job here upon, upon graduation. Do you think that's just like us coming up with more ways to get you involved? I mean, how did you, how did you hear about the internship at, at the selling factory? You said it was through UF. Yeah, I found out after I like found out that my internship in Jacksonville was postponed, I went to um, Mr. Craig Petrus at the Business Career Services in Hebner, um, and he is the one that helped me land the Selling Factory internship um, and guide me through that process um, because, you know, I was telling him, you know, it's going to be hard to find anything out of town, out of state at this point, um, and anything I do is going to be online. So... I want something that I can gain a lot of experience from, but also, you know, have a fun time doing it. Um, and so he pointed me in that direction there. Cool. I mean, Mike, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like really connecting, just, you know, somehow being a middleman, really pulling, you know, letting people know how to like get their businesses, their business internships, you know, connected to the University of Florida locally. Like, like I don't, I don't know. These are always the things that are going through my head is how do we continue to pull these two pieces together? And I think, I, I, I think the answer is definitely a lot of, you know, introduction, like students, students need to know of the opportunities that yeah. exist. And if they don't know how, you know, what, what can they do about it? There's really not, you know, so it's just like, how do we, how do we get that information to the students at the university of Florida that, Hey, there's opportunity right here. Right. I think that even outside of academics or internships, like knowing more about Gainesville in general and not Gainesville being labeled as like, there's nothing to do. I think that helps students stay. Um, Cause I know like there's an Instagram called Ken eats. I think he also has a podcast, but like a lot of my friends, that's, that's how they learn a lot about like the food culture in Gainesville. 
and that's made a lot of them want to like stay and keep learning and like kind yeah. of I don't know food is food is a fun thing you know it makes people want to stay in certain places and yeah. I mean it's definitely fun mm-hmm. okay yeah. so, the culture of Gainesville Yes. Yeah. So your friends, your friends that uh, you've met in college that are from different cities, you know, when they when they come back, are they are they sad to not be in Gainesville? Were they happy to you know go back home where things are different or what? Um, I think initially, like in those first two weeks, they were excited to go home because it's like a little break, you know, they get to see their family which they don't normally see. But I think now talking to them, they miss Gainesville a lot. Like I have a lot of friends that are coming back in the next couple of weeks just because they need a break. Yeah, and they just, they miss the community and the college experience. Like yeah. I was saying earlier, we feel like it's kind of been taken from us. Um, so then being able to come back gives them almost that sense of home in their college life, I feel for sure. Yeah. And independence. Yeah. Definitely. Like I love being home, but... <laughs> it's it's a different world especially when you've had a taste of of your own independence right yeah i mean it's also nice to like be able to take care of yourself and like want to you know right that's cool well this has been fun thanks for joining us you guys yeah definitely is this like recorded on video because i yeah. we're like in our little setup right now i can pan the camera if you want to see yeah yeah show us okay Cool. Definitely give us a, give us the give us a tour. We talked about doing the WHOA GNV Cribs edition. This is like the start. <laughs> yeah, let us see so these are our fabrics. These are all of our fabrics down there. Um, this is my study in my house. So I've like transformed my study. These are our cut ones. Yeah, we have a big pile of. These are our straps. You can see all of our straps, and then those are our. Is this? There we go. Those are our two machines right there. Those. Those are the ones we're in the process of making. At the end of the ironing board there, and this is our little ironing board. And we typically um, like watch TV or, you know, put on a Netflix show in the meantime. But yeah, and then we have our cutting mat here. And we've just kind of transformed my study into our... We call it our sewing studio. Yeah. We love it. It's so much fun. uh, Entrepreneur at its finest. This is how you get the bug. You know, you you guys are going to like get addicted (laughs) addicted to entrepreneurship and you're never going to want to leave. So just watch out. Be ready for that. Maybe we'll be our own mask-making business the rest of our life. Who knows? (laughs) Go go back to the cut and tie blankets and just sell the crap out of them. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Yeah. They're comfortable. That's right. Well, for any any of our audience who is just listening, you're gonna have to want to go check out the video so you can see their in-house uh, setup in the, in the study. I was laughing because I I saw uh, the picture of you on the article, and in the background it says, "Hey, you study." study. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah. Well, I have my door closed, but on the outside of all my doors in my house, we have chalkboards. So Kendall has like crafty Kendall has decorated all of them. And so on this one, it says, Hey, you study. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I forgot it was in that picture. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, don't forget to study, you know, when, yeah. when school's in session, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Starting Monday. But, <laughs> but people, I would say like when all this started, we were approaching finals and I would, you know, forewarn people like, Hey, it might take us a few days. We do have final exams and 
they were super, you know, understanding and really nice about it. So I have no doubt that when school starts back up, they'll be just the same and understanding as to why it takes yeah. us a few days to get them back to them. Mm-hmm. Trying to balance it all. Awesome. Yeah. This has been great. Thank you so much for joining us, you guys. Uh, best wishes on your future as students and future internships and, and, your, and your mask business. And thanks for making awesome masks. The mask, the Florida Gator mask is really legit, you guys. For you can't okay. get that. Well, we made two for you guys. So just if you uh, Dude, I can't mask. wait to get mine. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I don't know. Like you can either, I can drop them off to you guys or um, ship them, yeah. whatever you want. You yeah, can. we'll we'll figure it out. I'll I'll email you out, but email you, but but thank you for that. That's awesome. Thank oh, you. Yeah. That's awesome. You can see my sewing skills on these <laughs> too. <laughs> I feel honored that I'm getting the seventy five dollar mask now on sale. <laughs> 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 this is what we can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is awesome. Well, well, great. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, world, that's it. Go buy, go buy one of their masks. Connect with Sarah on her social media. We'll throw up the links on the video so people can see them. And uh, definitely go buy one of their masks. Support them. And um, it's cool to see the donation factor in there, helping helping a local nonprofit, that kind of thing. So uh, this is the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast to bring you businesses and individuals that make you go whoa. Ladies, give us your best whoa. 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 (laughs) (laughs) We will see you later, everybody.